Hello out there. Rochelle here with another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women get to talk about stuff with a shout out to the men listening. We're grateful for your encouragement. Being bullied. Have you ever been bullied? Or maybe you look back and can think of a time you were less than kind to someone else, maybe intimidating or domineering. I invited this week's guest, Jillian, to come on the show after I read a social media post she wrote about being bullied as a child. I wanted to understand how she survived and how she reached the place to thrive. Our guest today is Jillian. I met her when I hired her to be a teaching artist for the theater company we then both worked for. While neither one of us work there anymore, we are friends on social media, so I get to see what's going on in her life. One particular post really caught my attention with its raw feeling, the way it shaped her, and how she has moved past it. Bullying. She was bullied from kindergarten through 12th grade. I can't imagine the scars that leaves behind or how you can climb out from under that. But we are going to learn and listen. Welcome, Jillian. Hi, thank you, Rochelle. <laughs> that was such a nice <laughs> intro. Thank you. Yes. And I'm 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 sad that that's part of your story, and yet it is part of your story. So we need to kind of claim the realness of that. And I look forward when we get to the deep dive to hearing more about how you, uh, you know, how you survived, how you thrived because of it. First, let's get to know you. What would you like our listeners to know about you by means of an introduction? Well, um, well, as you said, I'm Jillian. Um, I am working on my master's degree in elementary education and getting my multiple subject credentials well. My goal is to teach either kindergarten through second grade. Um, I also have, just like this is a plug, um, I have my own like story time. It's called Story Time with Miss J, and I read um, mainly books with um, main characters with uh, that are not per- – I read stories, well, children's books, picture books, that the main character isn't predominantly – a mainstream character, so predominantly white, or if they are white, it's because they're, you know, disabled or just pretty much just telling different stories that aren't told a lot, right. essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. It's called Story Time with Miss J. Um, and I guess, oh, also I'm a performer. <laughs> um, yes, forgot about that. <laughs> it's, it's, I, yeah, right. It's been so long. It's almost been a year. Um, yeah, I've danced all my life, uh, sang all my life. Acting was kind of in high school, and yeah, and I oh, I went to I went to San Diego State University. Okay, very yeah. nice. <laughs> That's wonderful. I didn't. I I knew you were pursuing education, but I didn't realize you were working on a master's. Congratulations! That's a it's a wonderful uh, goal and accomplishment. And we need more great teachers, no doubt about it. I mean, there's a lot of great ones out there, but we need more. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What three words would you use to describe yourself? I would say passionate, hardworking, and genuine. Mm. Yeah. Mm, I like those. <laughs> I like those. This is so fun. I love hearing how people describe themselves. So it's sort of you have to take an inward look and think about how do I see myself? Yeah. Love that. 
Now, a, fic <laughs> a fictional female character that inspires you. This is one I've been using for a while, and I, I just haven't grown tired of it. Um, it's just I find it so fascinating, the different people, the different women that our, our, our guests come up with. When, and who is one of yours? Obviously, you could, you know, have multiple, 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 but let's choose one. Well, I was thinking about it yesterday when you, you know, who sent me the questions. I was like, hmm. And for some reason, right when I like read the question, I was like, I'm not sure. But then the first woman that popped into my head was Princess Leia. Oh, and I know how okay. cliche that sounds. It's like, oh, everyone likes Princess Leia. But really, it's just I I used to watch it growing up, but like not a lot. I kind of forgot that I watched them. But then when I was in college, I rewatched them with my family. The original, not the prequels with um, the originals um and I just I just love how powerful she is and that she's kind of like I don't need a man in my life I don't saying that and I have my boyfriend but it's it's kind of one of those things where like she I don't know she's just confident and like right from the beginning she's not a damsel in distress she's like okay I need you to save me but this is what you need to do and I'm going to help you and I don't know she's just very empowering and she makes Han you know go after her when he's like just say it just say you love me but she's like I, I don't I don't have any idea what you're talking about I don't, you know just that she just speaks her mind and just you know doesn't need a man to tell her her worth you know right so. no I love that and no one has said that so that is an, a totally original wonderful answer thank you for that and Yes, I not that I had forgotten about her, but yes, it's it's you know that is a, a great answer for all the reasons you gave. That's thank you for that, and of course um, I agree with you that the the original the originals <laughs> are the classics, and you know they can do whatever they want. And I went and saw the prequels, but yeah, yeah, it just okay. it didn't yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, we, we, we move on morning, Princess Leia, for sure. Yeah. All right. How do you develop and protect your sense of worth? Well, again, thinking about it, kind of brainstormed last night. I, the first thing that came to my mind was just, I really feel like just in regards to, to developing, for me at least, it was because of my family mm. that they instilled that in me. And that I feel like if it wasn't for them, and the, the fun fact about me, I have ADD, I have inattentive ADHD, um, uh, and I always just like to throw out there, at least for me, medication works for me, it may not work for everybody, but, you know, just find what works for you, that aside, yes. um, that I feel like without my mom and dad being there and getting me the help I needed and being strong role models, I don't think I would be the person I am mm. today. Mm. And also just... You know, they just raised my sis, older sister and I to, you know, never let a man tell you her, tell you your worth and that, you know, just keep working hard and, you know, if do things as long, keep doing something as long as you're happy that don't do it just because like, oh, well, we spent all this money and now you're just giving up. Like, cause my mom one time even said to me, she was like, you know, if you're <laughs> talking about bullying when I was kind of having a rough time, even in uh, the dance studio I was at, she just said to me, she was like, if please know that if you ever don't want to do this, uh, that's fine. Like it don't feel like, Oh, because we've spent all, like, no, if you're not happy doing what doing this anymore, you can, you can stop and we support you. And so I guess just ha again, having a strong family behind me and supporting me. Yeah. Well, that sounds 
like the best possible situation and scenario to be in, particularly when you were experiencing this other thing, which we're going to get to in a minute. I love the fact that your parents spoke life into you and were so encouraging and letting you know you are already enough. We talk about that a lot on the show. You are already enough right now, just as you are right now. I mean, there's nothing else that is needed. It's not add water and mix. You don't need to do that. (laughs) I mean, it's just you right now are enough. So I love that your parents spoke that into you and that they, they saw you. And that's Mm -hmm. another thing. They really saw you and they understood who you were and they mm-hmm. met you right where you were at, and they allowed you to be that person. And, right. And, you know, obviously not everybody gets to have that in their parents. So you, I'm going to say you were very blessed to have the parents yes. that you had, have, and you uh, still have them. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And just while we're talking about just, but also they didn't let me get away with things either. They weren't like, Oh, well you have a disability. So oh, we will be, no, it's like, you still got to work hard. You still have to. And I think because of the hard work ethic too. And again, they weren't, again, they weren't like being like, you need to work hard, but just kind of like, you're not going to get away. You're not going to get through this life if you don't put effort into it and that you have to take responsibility that if you mess up, then you mess up. And I actually, this is something I pride myself on is not being a hypocrite that if I'm, if someone's like, Oh, well, I've never done this. then I'm like, well, okay if I say that I haven't done and I have, then I'm not keeping myself accountable. And I want to at least be able to say, well, I know that, you know, I I have done that before, or uh, I haven't done that before. So at least I can be like, well, you know what? Again, just keeping myself accountable too. And not, yeah. That's one more aspect of your parents' (laughs) great parenting is that they, they also, they weren't wishy-washy in addition to, you know, imparting you with this great foundation. They also made sure that you knew there were expectations and right. that you needed to work to meet them. Oh, I, I, mm-hmm. I think your parents sound like they need to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. They sound great. What's a piece Thanks. of wisdom that you keep handy? Um, this is what I, when, when we were in person at school, and I say this to my kinder pod that I work with, luckily I get to see them in person, um, but just kind of um, always strive to be the best version of you mm. and know it's okay to make mistakes, but as long as you are, acknowledge those mistakes and learn from them and grow, you know, that's all that matters. So yeah, but just always striving to be the best version of yourself that you never want people to you know, someone to say your name and, okay, I say this not being like, oh, you got to care about what people say, but just give, don't give people a reason to talk bad about you. Yes. To just be the best version of yourself. And you know what, give them a re if they're going to hate you, give, if they're going to hate you, do it because you were being yourself Yes. and standing up for something that was right. You know, yes. being like, no, I don't agree with this. And you know, if you don't like me, that's on you, but this is something I believe in. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I agree with that completely. I mean, there are certain things you need to to stand up for in yourself and for others. And that leads us to uh, your topic. I mean, I'm not really sure how to proceed except to have you start (laughs) to tell your story and then maybe I can jump in here and there. And again, I got this from a Facebook post that you 
posted. And with your permission, I'd love to share it with our audience on the blog part of things or maybe, of course. okay. Because yeah. I, I just, as I said, was so impressed by your willingness to be that vulnerable and transparent. I value those things. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Tell us what would, what, what was it? What would g- give us the nutshell version of <laughs> right. <laughs> Jillian K through 12. Um, well, kind of like what we talked about yesterday, just in our pre-talk, I do want to just start off by saying that I am very fortunate that the bullying and teasing that happened to me never led me to down a, down a dark path that it was, I never thought like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be here anymore. It was luckily. And I, that, I, I also feel like that was instilled through my parents too, that you just got to keep pushing through it because once you get past it, you never have to see those people again. And you know what? The people that actually care about you are going to see you and value you. And so I, again, just to preface it, I never went to that place because I feel like if I did, and I even thought about myself that it's like, if I go there, they win. Oh, they gosh. win. If I, you know, that so. is a truth bomb <laughs> right there. If you go there, they win. Yes, yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, oh, love it. Oh so, my gosh. Anyway, to get started. So, and again, it was just, it was always like, and luckily it was never like bullying, bullying. I feel like the most bullying I ever got was like mainly in 12th grade. But again, I don't want to say that like, oh, I didn't. And kind of, I was thinking about it that, you know, when you stop and think about things and you're like, oh, right, that happened. Oh, yeah, and that happened. Oh, now I'm remembering all these different things. And so I, I guess I would just say it really just started off as me. I can just remember me being in kindergarten. And for some reason, I was the biggest and the tallest of everyone in my kindergarten class. I was taller and bigger than the boys. And so it was just that. And through my ADD, I'm a very, we're very passionate people. And so we love in a intense way sometimes, you know, we get like really excited. And so there's just that. And again, just the ADD social pariah is a lovely thing that we get. It's Great. Not really. Um, well, because but... kids don't understand. Sometimes they yeah. don't understand how to interact and how to, you know, there can be very, you know, surface like, oh, you're acting like this. That's weird or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever thought process they had. Yeah. So I feel that luckily, like, as, I was always made fun of because I was outspoken and I didn't care what people thought. And, you know, people are like, oh, they get uncomfortable because of that. And I, and I consider myself very humble. And (laughs) the fact that I need to say that just to be like, I don't want people to think like, Oh, well, I think I'm all that in a bag of chips. Like, no, that it's honestly just from other people being like, you didn't care. You didn't care what other people thought. So you just wanted to be yourself. Like in middle school, for some reason, I really wanted to wear, you know, a bow tie and suspenders and, you know, (laughs) and a necktie for some reason. I was just like, I just want to do that. And because, Oh, that's weird we can't do that. We can't blah, blah, blah. And just, again, it was always just, just, okay, you're too big. Okay. You're too weird. Oh, you're too nice. You get excited about things. You're too old. Like in the dance, my dance group, it was like, oh, you're too, you're the eldest one. So we think that's weird. And you were, you came in new and you want to have a relationship with us already. And that's kind of weird. And it was just, 
So there's you, just always something. And there's so you're, always something. you're being pigeonholed yeah. constantly for these yeah. different things that make up your personality. And yeah. um, even though you were uh, had that strong sense of yourself and you really didn't care what others thought, I have to imagine that on some level it still impacted you. Yes, definitely. I feel like I'm glad that you brought that up. So, yeah, I feel like in elementary school – it was more just it, Te- teasing as it kind of, kind of is- teasing, but I feel like I still didn't really care, but there was something that changed in me in middle school that I started to notice. Oh, okay. If I, cause I love dressing up. Hence why I'm in theater. I love putting on makeup and <laughs> costumes and I love doing that. And that kind of started to come in and being like, Oh, I, okay, I can't be myself. I can't, you know, and then, but I don't know, for some reason, like 10th grade, that's when it was really like, it was weird. Like there was like, Oh, dress up and your, as your favorite superhero. And then, or you could just dress up in free dress. And that was kind of a new option. And so people chose that instead of like doing the spirit day of spirit week. And for right. some reason, like I got into the car and I was like, I want to take all of this off and not wear it because people are going to make fun of me Mm. and I don't, you know, already have and Oh, and I get this lovely thing. It's funny when you're mad, Mm. we like seeing you. We like it when you're mad or, or that you're cute when you're mad. Mm. And it's like, excuse my language, but it's like, you're, you're getting off on me being upset. Right. How was that? How was that cute? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you want to see Matt? I can, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That's, that's an interesting reaction. So again, you're not being seen for who you are. You're not being, you know, affirmed and um, obviously that's not okay. And those are not the values we want to have as uh, grownups, adults, nor, you know, impart in, into the kids. And, right. and so it, it, I think it, I, I hope that it feels very healing that you've chosen to go into education, definitely working with the the youngers where you can really um, get them started on a really good path of allowing differences and diversity. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that you're reading books about diverse characters because that is a really creative. Um, and yet informative way to to share with the kids. I mean, kid, who doesn't love a good story? Right. And those beautiful pictures. I love them. Yeah, yeah that's great. All right. So you make it through to 10th grade and now you're in high school. Um, <laughs> now what happens? Um, it's going along. It's okay. And it's always like you're dating this guy. Oh, that's weird. Why are you with him? Blah, blah, blah. And everything's going fine. I feel like it's really in 12th grade. It's like, again, it was just kind of like, it was like, it's kind of stuff that you push back. So I'm Mm -hmm. kind of feeling bad that I'm like, oh, I was bullied. But it's like a lot of it, I pushed back because it was like, I'm not going to let you define me. So, okay, just to go back to elementary school, like a few things like, I got to go to California, California Adventure a day early because we knew someone that worked there. And so we got to go. And so, you know, and I think it was like first grade. And, the, you know, when the teacher says, oh, what did you guys do on the weekend? And I was like, oh, I went to California, California Adventure. And two of the popular girls in class went, no, you didn't. It's not even open yet. 
Oh. And then in fourth grade, I was like, man, it's so hot. Like, cause it was hot outside. And what does a boy say? No, you're not. Wow. And I was like, I was like, and so I waited a few weeks and I was like, and I was like, okay, let me see. I, I want to do this thing. And I was just like, oh, I'm so hot. And he was like, no, you're not. And I just went, well, you're not either. And he like shut down. And so, and again, it's like nothing bad, but it was still just like nitpicking always just like, 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 can you just let me be happy? Can you just let me be me? Me. Yeah. It's like, why do you have to nitpick everything? Like, right. And so I don't know, I'm trying to think about even a dance. Yeah. I was like, cause I cared too much. And this, well, one dance recital was during a tech rehearsal. And I heard from another girl that was younger than me, that she saw me singing and she decided to tell everyone, well, Jillian sucks at singing. And I was right about to go on stage. And so I started bawling my eyes out. But me being the strong person I am, I was like, I'm going to dance this dance for me and for all the teachers that do care about me and for all the other dancers that do care about me. And another teacher actually saw me and was like, I don't know. Like, I just heard that, like, you were feeling upset, but I would have never been able to I would have never known that from how you performed in that dance because you were smiling and being full out and just, and you look so happy. And I guess that's just kind of my way of getting through things being like, you know, what, I'm not going to let those people bring me down. Right. So, so really you, yeah. you learned early on to be victorious very early on. Like you didn't, you know, all these kids with the comments and all of that, which on, on, to some degree is kind of normal and average, but, and yet, yeah. and yet there's a, there's a line and a level. And it sounds like this really exceeded that because mm -hmm. you were quote unquote different to them. Mm -hmm. They were not taught enough that, isn't it great? We're also different and, so-and-so's yeah. like this and so-and-so's got this and so-and-so's got that. And, you know, right. celebrating all of those differences. Instead, you were given the message that you were not okay because you yeah. were all these things by your peers. And then yeah. thankfully, when you got home, you had parents who spoke, you know, just beautifully into you and let you know, no, you no, they're wrong. You are just fine the way you are. I love that. So how then... You want me to get into my senior year of high school? Because that's really... That's really where I can it, do it kicks up? Yeah. Okay, let's, yeah. do, a, let's um, do a quick recap okay. of, of senior year. Well, essentially, me and my um, ex-best friend, we were best friends, but something switched. And she decided to pretty much turn the whole drama department... And most of the choir that we were in against me to the point where I skipped days of school. Like I said in my post, I skipped the um, the day before winter break because for some reason the night before she decided to say, because I kept me again, me always being the bigger person saying, let's talk about it in person. Tell me what you want to talk about. I want to know. I want to, you know, and then she decides to go, okay, well, I'll probably forget to tell you, talk to you tomorrow. So this is everything that I wanted to say. And pretty much saying, you know, stop talking about me. And, you know, for New Year's resolution, you should try not talking about yourself all the time. You know, every once in a while is fine, but not all the time. 
and just all these different things. And then this one girl in the drama department that we were finally, finally getting along, that went all up in the air. And it was just like, I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to, I pretty much was friendless halfway through my senior Listeners, welcome back to sort of round <laughs> two of Unabashed You with Jillian because we had some major technical difficulty, which we solved hopefully not just temporarily, but uh, so we're going to do some fun editing technical stuff on the backside. That doesn't concern you whatsoever. But we get to um, conclude this time with Jillian. Um, I think the next piece that I'm interested yeah. in, so you told some stories from 12th grade. So you yeah. were you were an easy target in the sense that you did not want to conform. You did not want to follow. Pretty you, much. You were yourself. And it's not like I get the impression it's not like you were arrogant or haughty or snobbish you were just hey this is me i want to wear a bow tie today or hey this right. is me and i i'm feeling mad or hey this is me and i want to sing mm -hmm. and and i think my sort of takeaway from all of that when i think of the other people's reactions to that is um i view that as a deep sense of insecurity within themselves that it mm -hmm. triggers something in them that they don't know how to deal with. Right. And so I'm imagining that you've been able to arrive at that place where you understand now that this was not about you. Right. This was about them. Right. And um, to be able to get to that place through the pain of it all, I think is critical for how you see yourself now, which your sense of worth is obviously intact and healthy. To the best of my ability, at least. Yeah, of course. Days, we so, all have yeah. our moments. Of course, of course. That's, <laughs> an, that's an ongoing thing. But in general, in general terms, you have a good sense of yourself. You're <laughs> yes. confident in a healthy way. You, you have gone on. Mm. You took the high road. You didn't let them... Uh, you didn't take the message that I, that I shouldn't be me, that right. who, who I am is not okay. And if we can speak that into each other and to our kids, then yeah, talk about, you know, winning, but not winning again, not winning in a, in a conceited way, but, right. but, but winning in a, no, I am going to be me. I wish you well, be on your way. You yeah. Know? I can't overcome this. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to say it was a gift because I don't fully believe that. <laughs> right. But I, what I will say is you have made the absolute best out of that situation that is possible. You know. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So do you have any last uh, minute thoughts and conclusion, any takeaways before we sign off? Um, I guess... It's funny now that I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, more things are coming up, but I'm like, I don't want to worry the viewer with that. Um, but I guess just, um, I guess takeaway is really just as a, like you said, as an educator, I just, that's one of my main 
main goals of just always, and that's actually what I work on with my kindergartners. And just if they're like, like, like getting after each other, you know, just being like, or if one of them snarks at another one or like, well, I don't like this or I don't like just going or, oh, you can't play with that. Or just being like, how would you feel if someone was talking to you like that? Would you want, would you be okay with that? No, you probably wouldn't. And, you know, not tough love, but just kind of giving them examples. Like, okay, well, how would they, what if blah, blah, blah said this about how much you love octonauts? And I was like, oh, well, that's, that's dumb. I don't like it, you know? And like, how would you feel? And sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, I wouldn't care. But that's when I'm like, no, you would, because you love octonauts. And would you like, kind of just doing that. And so that's right. like, just always making sure, no, making sure the students in my classroom never feel the way that I felt. Yes. I think that is a worthwhile goal and what a beautiful way to come out of what you did go through and to um I don't want to just say make the best out of it because that that just sounds I don't know kind of trite and like <laughs> right that's the best really, yeah yeah it doesn't really capture what I'm trying to say which right. was I think you've been inspired mm-hmm. by your experiences and it has helped form you into a better human being. And now you've taken that and you want to impart that into students and everybody else yeah. you come in contact with. So in, in that way, it yeah. really, um, you know, you have been changed for the better. I feel like that mm-hmm. song from Wicked, you know? Right. I just yeah, thought that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have been changed for the better. And so that part of it is good, but you allowed that. You allowed that. You could have mm-hmm. reached the fork in the road and gone, oh, bitter, bitter, bitter. Right. And scars, never going to get over it. it My mom has even said that too, where she was like, you could have really let this eat at you and not, you know, and sometimes, and I guess I, w- I will have to say that it does sometimes, that when I'm more, like I said in the beginning, when I'm working on, it's always when I'm doing like school. It's like, oh, remember that one time that that one girl on the dance team, you know, made you feel like absolute garbage. And then like years later, she told one of your best friends, oh, hey, if you see her, can you apologize for how awful I was? Like just being like, really? That's what I'm thinking about right now? Like, come on. And so, but like, but just honestly, just reminding myself, I'm not, oh, I guess this is the last thing to take away. Um, and of course the Roomba decides to turn on right now. Um, but pretty much, <laughs> but pretty much just... If you're ever feeling, and it's going right under me. Oh my goodness. It's okay. It's it's amusing. I like things that are amusing. I love it. It's our little pet. But I guess just what's also helped me too, and it's really helped being with my boyfriend too, that when I'm in that place, having, and I'm like starting to go down, going down, like, oh, people don't like me. I'm awful. I'm terrible. And that's still things I think about that I just, I have to go, okay, I'm not there anymore they're not in my life anymore. I don't have to see them anymore. I don't, you know, and I'm with this great guy or, and if you are with a girlfriend or you with, you have a, a best friend, but just reminding yourself, you're, it's reminding myself that I'm with someone that would never do that to me and always have my back, but also just knowing my family has my back. And again, just the big thing, you're not there anymore. They don't have power over you anymore. And to just let that go as hard as it may be, but just keep reminding yourself, you're not there anymore. Right. That, you know, and yeah. 
you know what else I would say, Jillian? You have your own back. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. In addition to these other people in your life that are loving and all of that, you have your own back. And I think right. there's so much to be said for that. Thank you. Oh, so thank you for this time. <laughs> it was a crazy, yes. crazy, crazy adventure, but it was a good one. And I'm yeah. so that you participated and thank you for being, you know, real and raw and vulnerable mm-hmm. and being willing to share, you know, some of your pain, but then how you've taken that pain and made it beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. I will talk to you soon. I'm starting to get... <laughs> Got a Roomba, Zoom yeah, thing. Yeah, the Roomba wasn't enough. Now I'm getting <laughs> some weird thing in my throat. Okay. Thank you so much. And we'll Thank talk you. Soon. All right, Jillian. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Her parents. Didn't you get the sense that she would have turned out differently if she didn't have the foundation her parents provided for her? I admire them. And I admire Jillian for taking something painful and ugly and choosing to make it beautiful by becoming an educator. She can make a difference, and she will. She already is. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. Each episode's audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now Spotify, where we invite you to subscribe, rate, and review. I recently checked out our social media accounts, and more accurately, they are as follows. On Instagram, Unabashed You. Facebook, the account is Rochelle Renee, and that's R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-E-N-A-E. Twitter at Rochelle Renee, same spelling as I just mentioned. If you have questions or comments, email us at unabashedu at gmail.com. We do depend on website visits, social media, and word of mouth. I delight in organic growth, knowing these conversations make you think, help you ponder, and move you in some way. So continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now our blessing for today. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. And that is from Maya Angelou. In Jesus' name, we pray it. Yes, you can come out of it. So, go be unabashed. Be you.